Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Claim Your Power podcast, the ultimate show for all things new age spirituality, entrepreneurship, and embodied leadership. I'm your host, Kim Peretz. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and yoga enthusiast. If you're ready to step up, tap into your gifts, and unleash your potential, you are at the right place. It's time to claim your power. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the pod. Today, I am back with a solo episode, which I haven't done, and I don't even know how long, so it feels kind of weird talking to myself right now, but I love it. And for today's episode, we're going to be talking about the five habits that changed my life. So we're going to get deep, it's going to get juicy, and I'm just going to share with you these five habits that I guarantee if you implement into your life will transform the way your reality manifests. Okay, so let's start with habit number one. So first habit that has changed, transformed, up-leveled my life is having some form of movement incorporated into my day every day. So especially for women, I want to talk about the fact that our cycles, our moons, are a big part of how we feel throughout our days and throughout the month. And so unlike men, for women, we have days like when we're ovulating that we have high energies and it's a good time to do HIIT workouts and cycling and all these things versus when we're bleeding and we're having our menstrual phase, it's really important to wind down and rest and maybe do some yin yoga. And so having that mindset that I'm going to be moving my body every day, however, in the way that resonates with me has been so transformational for me because instead of putting myself on this unrealistic pedestal where I have to go lift every day or I have to go run five miles every day, which my body has days where I can do that, but it also has days where it needs that rest and quiet and relaxed stretching time. And so having the habit that okay, I'm going to commit to every day moving my body for 45 minutes. However, I'm going to be intuitive about it and see, you know, maybe I'll wake up and I feel like dancing for 45 minutes and doing like an online Zumba class. Or maybe another day I do feel like going to the gym and going on the Stairmaster and squatting and lifting. But having that habit where, you know what, I'm going to move my body every day because I know it raises my frequency. I know that when I move my body, it helps me be in a better mood. It helps me release endorphins and serotonin and it just makes me feel better about myself. Then I'm going to stick to that. Also, I want to mention though really quick that with habits, it's all about consistency, persistence, and also having compassion for yourself because we are not perfect and you might have a habit that one day you just skip. Like maybe your habit is to not snooze your alarm every day and then one day just out of the week you snooze your alarm and then ultimately in that moment you are given two choices and one would be you're going to feel bad about yourself, you're going to feel unproductive, you're not going to feel like your highest self in that moment or the other choice would be okay I I'm going to use this moment as an opportunity to cultivate compassion and love for myself even more. I'm going to use this moment of imperfection to tell myself, okay, I didn't fall through the habit just as I imagined, but I'm not going to let that rot in my entire day. So it's really up to us to make that choice when things happen and our experiences are really our greatest teachers. So 
whatever happens in your life, specifically when it comes to habits, you skipping a habit, you skipping something that you really wanted to do, you weren't as productive as you imagined, those are amazing opportunities for you to cultivate compassion for yourself and love and for you to see the way you respond to situations of imperfection. Okay, so now that I prefaced all of that, that little mini motivation, but I want to move on to the second habit, which is to practice gratitude every day. And practicing gratitude may look different for every person. So for me, I personally like when I wake up, I have a journal next to my bed. And even if it's like for one minute, I'm writing down three things that I'm grateful for, that really helps set the tone for my day and really helps me put things in perspective. Because you know, sometimes you can wake up with anxiety or being sad or experiencing all these emotions and just taking a minute to ground yourself and practice gratitude is such an amazing frequency to put yourself in. When you align with the frequency of gratitude, you're really telling the universe, okay, I have all this stuff, I'm in the present moment, I'm so grateful for everything I have, and I'm open to receive. So you're really being able to cultivate presence in the current moment, which really just puts you in this amazing frequency and vibration and helps set the tone for your day. And so that is probably the habit that's transformed my life the most, is practicing gratitude every day. And personally, if you're someone who doesn't like to journal, it's not enjoyable for you, there are so many other ways to practice gratitude. I mean, obviously you can practice it through meditation. If you're doing a gratitude meditation, there are a ton on YouTube. But for me, one of my favorite ways to practice gratitude beyond journaling would just be like in random moments throughout my day is to be introspective and just like name three things in my head that I'm grateful for in that present moment. So let's say I'm like waiting for an appointment or I'm sitting at a restaurant waiting for my food or just in the car even. I found that if I'm able to catch myself right when I'm about to go on my phone and go on social media and scroll away until the moment passes, you know, I found that if I'm able to really notice that in myself, instead of going and doing that, to practice gratitude in that present moment, even for like 10 seconds and to say, okay, what is one thing that I'm grateful for in this present moment? And I can guarantee you that even if you're having like a terrible, bad day, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling sad, you're feeling frustrated, there are always ways and things to be grateful for. I mean, even when I'm really sad, I'm having an off day, I'm going through a lot of healing work, there are always things that I can be grateful for. Like for example, food on my table, a roof over my head, my functioning body, my health, my family, abundance in my life. I mean, the list goes on. There are so many things to always be grateful for. And I think going especially when you're having a bad day and you're not feeling like your highest best self, going back to that frequency of gratitude and just naming even one thing that makes you grateful throughout your day will transform your life. And so starting off your day that way or ending your day in that frequency has really, really up-leveled my life, has helped raise my frequency in so many unimaginable ways, has helped me bring so many of my manifestations to life. Fun fact, my favorite manifestation technique, which I can allow in another episode if you guys want to would be to write a thank you letter to the universe for already bringing my manifestation to life and so I'm activating that gratitude frequency I'm activating the present tense and I'm literally writing a letter in my notebook to the universe like thank you universe for this thank you universe for that even if I don't have it and it sounds so odd I am telling you tapping into the frequency and vibration of gratitude has helped me manifest my entire dream life 
everything in my life I am so grateful for and I owe it to practicing gratitude and believing in my power. And so I want to empower you to do the same. I want to empower you to bring this practice and this ritual into your day as well because I guarantee it will transform your life. Okay, moving on to the third habit, and I'm pretty sure for this one, there's literally a whole book on it, and I think it's called Make Your Bed, but as you can guess, this third habit would be to make your bed every morning, and I know it sounds silly, and half the people listening to this, you might already be doing that, but for me, when I was like in a really low state in my life, I would never make my bed. Like I would wake up, and I would go straight back into my bed throughout the day. I would just sit on my phone and lounge around and feel like shit all the time, and so making your bed, first of all, makes you feel productive. Even that one little thing, when you're making your bed, you just feel like so productive. And then when you come home after a long day, if you're out and your bed is made, you're like, ah, like everything, like even if I had a terrible day, my day wasn't perfect, like at least my bed is made, you know? But you know, another reason that this habit is so transformational for so many people is there's energy work behind it. So a lot of spiritual mentors talk about the idea that like sometimes you need to like clean your room and cleanse your house and cleanse everything in your life in order to like start a new chapter. And so having like that idea and that habit of making your bed every morning allows you to tap into the frequency of just cleansing energy that no longer serves you. And I know that sounds silly, but in order for you to welcome the new, you kind of have to clear the old. So An example would be like when I was going through my college application process, I was in a constant state of stress. I was not doing very well. I felt very stressed, very uninspired in a lot of ways. And it was just, it was a rough time. I'm not gonna lie. And after that, you know, phase in my life was over. I went through this like deep cleaning ritual. And when I tell you deep cleaning, like I tell you deep cleaning, like I cleaned out my entire closet, like I donated so many clothes, I reorganized my entire room, like I moved my bed, I moved like my desk, like so many things. And the reason that was so like, that felt so good for me is I felt like I was like cleansing my entire space. And that allowed me to like, enter this new mindset, enter this new frequency in my life where I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm entering this new chapter, no more college apps. I'm like done with school, I'm moving and I'm living my purpose and all these things, you know? And so what I'm trying to say with that story is that making your bed is one act of clearing your space and clearing your space clears your head and clearing your head allows you to feel free and amazing and present in the moment. And so if you're someone who doesn't make your bed every day, that's okay, but I want to challenge you to at least do that for yourself once a day. And I'm telling you that you're gonna feel so much more productive, like even if you've gotten nothing else done, like at least you can be like, you know what, I made my bed and that's okay. Okay, next habit that changed my life, let me tell you, self-care Sundays. And when I say self-care Sundays, I mean like self-care. Like we're out here doing our skincare, gua sha, lighting our incense, a candle. If we want to go out and like get our nails done, like whatever this that elicits this sense of happiness and calm and invokes this state of relaxation for you, Sundays should be all about that. They should be all about cleansing your space, rewinding, journaling, reading. And sometimes self-care Sundays for me means going out and spending time with people. It doesn't have to be just, you know, the skincare routine and the bath and all that. Whatever invokes this feeling of gratitude and love and compassion and relaxation within you, 
you should be taking at least one hour within your Sunday to cultivate that. Especially if you're someone who works a lot and has a long week or is a student in school and has a lot of studying to do. Self-care Sundays has really helped me establish a sense of relaxation and calm that sets the tone for the rest of my week. Whatever self-care means for you, whether it's going out, spending time with the people you love, or spending alone time and watching a funny movie, whatever it is for you, spend time doing it. Treasure your time of self-care for yourself because you are priority and taking care of yourself should always come first no matter how much little time you have. Even taking 10 minutes doing something that elicits and invokes this feeling of relaxation is so valuable. All right, you guys, it's time for the fifth and last habit. And this one, I don't remember how I learned it. I think I saw a video on it about a year ago and ever since then, I just adopted it. But it's the idea of saying thank you instead of I'm sorry. And this is not, this habit is not for when like you obviously did something wrong and you need to apologize and when you're in a relationship and you miscommunicated and things like that. Obviously the word sorry and apologizing and owning up to something that has hurt someone else is in incredibly valuable and important in relationships but I'm not talking about that and this habit for me I'm very empathetic and sensitive and when I used to not really own that power and I didn't really know how to use my empath abilities I was a major people pleaser and if you're someone who feels like you people please or you just are very empathetic and you don't really know how to establish boundaries this is like a really small habit and a quick change in our communication that has really helped me claim back my power in the way I communicate with other people. And so the idea is instead of constantly saying I'm sorry for the little things that you do throughout your day, try to say thank you. Like if you're late somewhere, instead of saying I'm so so sorry that I'm late, instead of saying that, say wow, thank you so much for waiting for me. Or even something that I've been adopting into my relationships lately is like let's say I have plans with a person and I'm not able to make it whether that is because I actually have another conflict or if I'm just not feeling my highest self in that moment and I kind of want to spend alone time instead of saying to that person I'm so sorry that I have to cancel our plans like oh my god please forgive me and all that which you can say and I used to say that a lot but personally I found that when I'm saying constantly sorry to other people when I haven't done anything wrong and I'm just using it as this mechanism, I come out of the situation not feeling so empowered. And so I'm always trying to find ways to communicate my feelings and emotions in a way that makes me feel empowered. So let's say you had plans with someone and you had to cancel, whether it is because you want to honor your own instincts and your own intuitive insights or because you just had another conflict and you really can't make it. Instead of saying like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, like I have to cancel, please forgive me, all that, you can say that or you can choose to say unfortunately I am not able to make our plans today and you can provide a reason if you want to or not and you can say thank you so much for understanding and by saying thank you so much for understanding instead of saying I'm so so sorry it allows you to tap into first of all the frequency of gratitude and it allows you to not come from a place of shame or guilt and instead of come from an empowered place like you're making your choice you're being self-expressive from a place of gratitude and I think that's so beautiful and so if someone had to cancel plans with me instead of them apologizing that's kind of awkward for the other person sometimes too but someone had to cancel their plans and then they were like thank you so much for understanding like that makes me feel like empowered to the other person and so finding those little moments throughout your day where you tend to say I'm so sorry or you keep apologizing and replacing it with the empowering phrase thank you blank 
has been incredibly transformational for me. It's really upscaled my communication with other people and really allows me to be self-expressed in my most highest vibrant way and so I really suggest if you're someone who feels like you say I'm sorry a ton to people without actually doing anything wrong and it's just like an instinct that you do trying to replace it with thank you and thank you for understanding will upscale your life and will always empower you instead of make you feel guilty and shameful all right you guys these are my five fabulous habits for you guys let me know if you guys like this episode because I have a ton of more habits that I could talk about and I could definitely do a part two for this but thank you so much for joining me in this solo episode today i didn't realize how much i missed just talking to myself beautiful souls thank you so much for joining me in today's episode as always feel free to dm me on instagram if you have any topic suggestions for future episodes or if you would like to apply to be a guest on the show i hope you feel inspired to claim your power today bye